ITF President Dave Haggerty Seeks Re-Election. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. On the eve of the election in Lisbon for the presidency of the International Tennis Federation, we'll be speaking with incumbent Dave Haggerty. He's being challenged by three contenders, Dave Miley, former director of development for ITF, Ivo Kadurka from Czech Republic, and ITF Vice President Anil Khanna from India. The vote is set for September 27th at the annual ITF Assembly in, in Lisbon. Haggerty, the former CEO of the U.S. Tennis Federation, was elected in 2015. He says changes to the Davis Cup and Federation Cup he pushed for will return long-term benefits for the ITF and the sport of tennis. Haggerty was in London, home of the ITF headquarters, when I spoke with him last week about why he wants a second term. I'd like to stand for another four years. I think we've made lots of changes, lots of progress. Um, I made essentially five promises um, four years ago and have delivered on all those promises and uh, would like to see a number of things that are in uh, in action to see them through, such as uh, Davis Cup. We've made some important changes there and to successfully implement the finals and, um, you know, is important. We've announced uh, the Fed Cup changes next year and to be here to make sure that the Fed Cup lives up to everything and is the best event that, that we've promised uh, to continue to um, increase development uh, get that up to $20 million. It was $6 million four years ago. So we've had, we've doubled it, but we're continuing to grow. Uh, also the, you know, involve the nations really make sure the nations are engaged. And I can tell you that they are, um, we've got 159 nations coming to, uh, our annual general meeting and you compare that four years ago, we had uh, 101, so, you know, really good uh, engagement over the last four years and, and continuing along those lines um, and increasing our, our revenue so that we can continue to fund the nations uh, on their most important work, which is developing the, the next uh, generation of players uh, and also participation uh, to grow our participation numbers around the world. So those are the big uh, areas that, that we're working on and why I believe that, you know, I have a track record. I've delivered what I said I would do, and, and I see this as a great chance for the ITF to take another big, big step forward uh, in, in helping the nations develop the sport around the world. One of the, uh, one of the projects, two of the projects you mentioned, the changes to the Davis Cup and the Federation Cup, have not been exactly welcomed in all quarters, and there's still some work to be done to make sure it goes more smoothly. Uh, what do you say about you know the, the changes and how to make them uh, work for everybody's benefit? Sure. Well, let me start with with Davis Cup, and uh, what what has been uh, very reassuring and has been very good is. Um, you know, even nations last year that may not have been in favor of the changes have all gotten behind uh, together, fielding the best team of players, making sure that it's a success. 
um, you know, they understand that change happens um, and that it can be uh, uh, it can be a good thing. And so we are, uh, you know, working with with all the nations, the 18 nations, and very pleased with the support that we're getting and the support of the players that will be playing in November in, in Madrid. As far as Fed Cup, uh, I, in fact, that's a meeting I just came out of the Fed Cup committee and uh, very, very excited. There's not been one negative comment. Everyone believes that having uh, equal prize money, women's team competition, uh, the most prize money of any women's team competition in sport uh, in Fed Cup is a game changer for, for tennis and, and for sports in general. So I think that um, I'm very pleased to, you know, to see the feedback, hear the feedback from the nations. Uh, but like anything else, uh, we've got to put on two fantastic finals. And then I think people will see uh, why we've done it. You know, the, the positive comments that we, we get are, you know, today's formats, it's uh, two nations that play each other in, in one location, in one of those two nations, and the rest of the world doesn't know that it's the World Cup finals. It's Davis Cup and Fed Cup. Whereas now we'll have 18 teams in Madrid. So the world will know that it's the week of tennis and it's the you know, big team competition for Davis Cup. And in Budapest in April, they'll know that there are 12 teams competing for the World Cup. So from a broadcast perspective, a sponsorship perspective, um, it, it makes a big difference. And for fans to be able to travel to watch their players, uh, their team compete uh, in one week in, in one location is uh, is really important. So those are the positives that, that we've been hearing. One of the challenges facing the sport of tennis is growing a new generation. It's not uncommon that other sports are having the same challenge. Uh, what do you propose to do to try to um, increase the participation, reverse the trend of, that we see of declining participation, particularly in the United States, young people. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think one of the one of the um, new ideas uh, that we've launched, we have something called the World Tennis Number, and uh, it's uh, something that will rank, uh, not rank, but rate players around every level. So we've got about 87 million tennis players around the world, and our ambition is to grow that number to 120 million by 2030. So the tennis rating that we have, the world tennis number, is going to give us the ability to work on a participation basis with all 210 member nations to be able to have their uh, all their players register to be able to play easier access to facilities to be able to travel around the world and be able to travel from the United States to Sweden and be able to see their rating and find someone who's at that level to have a good tennis match and a good experience. Uh, what can you say about the value of Olympic tennis towards uh, developing the sport? Uh, for the ITF and, and for tennis is to be a part of the Olympic Games. I mean, there's such a, a vital, uh, you know, platform for us. Uh, it's the pinnacle of all sport. So to be associated with the Olympics is fantastic. And tennis players, 
you know, they, they really want to win uh, a gold medal. They want to represent their nation and whether it's gold, you know, silver or bronze, they, they, they want to compete and have the ability to represent their nation. And we're very fortunate that our top players uh, play in the Olympics and want to play in the Olympics. Are you satisfied with preparations for Tokyo 2020? Uh, yes. I mean, I think everyone's been, been working hard. We have test events that are coming up. Um, we're, uh, we're at the Ariaki where we have a tennis event that's been, uh, been held for many years. Um, they're uh, updating the facility and that work is still uh, in progress. So it'll be later this year that that will be completed and then we'll be able to have our test event. Um, but our tennis players are you know, very comfortable in, in uh, Tokyo, both on the men's and the women's side. Um, so, yes, it'll be, a, it'll be a good experience. And as far as the uh, fan experience goes, uh, what do you think to expect with uh, uh, perhaps Naomi Osaki is one of the competitors there. Yeah. Well, I think on, on the men's side, you have Nishikori. On the women's side, you have uh, Osaka. In the Paralympics, you have Kaneda, and you have uh, one of the top women players in, in the world. Um, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, I think everyone is looking forward to um, to the Olympics, and I know the, the Japanese tennis spectators are going to see all of their favorite stars, you know, competing uh, for Japan as well as international players from all around the world. So it's it's a great, great time. What kind of opportunity does the 2022 Youth Olympics in Senegal present to tennis and the ITF? Well, I think it's uh, I think it's great in a number of ways. I mean, it's the first time that we'll have uh, games on the African continent. Um, Senegal has a, a facility in place. They're also contemplating building a new facility for tennis, which which would be terrific. We'd love to have two instead of one. Um, so we see it as a as a great opportunity, and it'll be one of the one of the first things uh, you know in in the fall after we get beyond our conference and annual general meeting to be able to to visit Senegal and have those conversations. We've been having them by phone, but to go there on on the ground and be able to work to ensure that tennis has a fantastic footprint uh, in the Youth Olympic Games. I mean, having seen what what we had in Buenos Aires was uh, terrific. Um, I was just at the U.S. Open and a couple of the players that that won the U.S. Open Junior uh, Championship had been in, in Buenos Aires at the Youth Olympic Games and were medalists there and uh, we were talking about it, and they enjoyed it so much. So I think they will have cycled out by the time we get to Senegal. But um, I know that the uh, players that are youth that are coming up will look forward to being able to play in those games. The elections for ITF president, you've got a couple of opponents. The rules don't allow you to make any comments about, about, about your opposition. But uh, any concerns that you have drawn opposition, that there is uh, such an interest in... Uh, uh, somebody else being president of the federation. Well, I think you know. Uh, I come from a sports background. I'm a tennis player. Competition is part of what uh, what we do every day, and uh, so for me, it's been an honor and a privilege to be the president. And I can see why others 
would uh, enjoy the opportunity to to become the president. So uh, I think it's good for for the ITF. I feel confident with my position, with what I've accomplished over the last four years, and uh, and I think the nations see that. And uh, and finally, here looking back over the last four years, um, what do you still want to get done? What are you most satisfied? Well, I, I think, um, I'll, let me start with the, the first, the second part. <laughs> I think what I'm most satisfied with was I came into an organization that all four candidates talked about the need for change. The nations wanted change. And I feel that uh, this board of directors uh, had the courage and the strength to, uh, to make good decisions on the Davis Cup uh you know, finals, and also on the Fed Cup finals, that we weren't afraid to to make change and to significantly increase the funding to nation. Fifteen, the ITF distributed uh, twenty four million dollars. Uh, in twenty nineteen, we distributed more than sixty seven million dollars directly to the federations. Forty three. in development, in initiatives to the nations, for the nations. That's huge. Uh, and I think, so I would say that, you know, those, those are areas that I look at and say, boy, you know, this board accomplished a lot. What do we still need to do? I, I think what I'm looking forward to with excitement and energy is the Davis Cup finals and the Fed Cup finals. While we've made the decisions uh, that in many ways, could have been the easiest part. Now what we have to do is make sure they're successful and that they live up to the expectations that we as a board have and that the nations have. And that's what I'm most excited about. And that's what I've been spending a lot of my, my time on the last few months is making sure that everything's coming together for Madrid, that everything is you know falling into place for Budapest for next year for, for Fed Cup. So I see um, implementing those very important reforms as a key mark of success for for the future. And then again, getting behind development, growing it from 12 million to 20 million investment to the nations to really make sure that, as we talked earlier, that we're focused on that participation aspect, which is so important to get kids off the couch, get them active and, and out there playing sports and, and really uh, driving tennis um, to 120 million participants in the not-too-distant future. Good luck in all your business in, uh, in Portugal in the week ahead here. Thanks very much, Ed. Have a nice day. Dave Haggerty is the president of the International Tennis Federation and is seeking re-election September 27th to a second four-year term. And, of course, we'll have the results of that election in that day. And we're going to do a take two. Take two in three, two, one. Dave Haggerty is the president of the International Tennis Federation and is seeking re-election September 27th to a second four-year term. We'll have the results of the election on that day. And thanks for joining us on this edition of Around the Rings Radio. I'm Ed Hula. For more than 25 years, your best source of news about the Olympics is AroundTheRings.com.